The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The nursing industry is one of the fastest-growing career forces in the world today. There are so many issues in the healthcare field these days relating to nurses that simply are not discussed in the media. Welcome to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with Leanne Meyer. Our program will help you with the most relevant information if you're in the nursing field or are planning to enter the industry. Now, here is your host, Leanne Meyer. Hello, this is Leanne Meyer, and welcome to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. I'm going to be your host today. We, um, I wanted to especially thank everyone who has been listening, um, apparently from several parts of the world, from six different countries in the world. So really want to appreciate everyone and also emails and uh, ideas and congratulations and encouragement that everyone has been sending. It's been very much appreciated. So this is actually our fourth show and, excuse me, our fifth show. Um, the first one was on July 31st and it was basically an introduction to me and how I got to doing this radio program. The second one was August 7th and it was with Lenore Rockler a career consultant, and we talked about how nursing has changed, what jobs and careers as well as salary and benefits there are out there to be pursued. Uh, the third one was people respecting people, and it was just me, and it was kind of unusual in that we had just had the Charlottesville incident happen, and so it was really an opportunity to talk to everyone to realize that we're the only person that we can change. And so in registering, what is it that we are doing or saying that might uh, create difficulty with the people we're encountering and therefore working on ourselves? The fourth program was Donna Cardillo, and she was fantastic. She had written The Nurse Falling Together. And um, so we talked about power, how much power nurses have, that we don't really realize that we give our power away uh, a lot. So today's show is going to be um, three of my students that I've had over a number of different classes and over the time that I've been teaching of three years. So um, they are from different classes. They're actually just meeting each other. Uh, They were not together before. So we're gonna be talking about what does it take to return to nursing? So um, just a little bit, the, this show, Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, has come about directly due to these nurses and over 100 just like them. They all come from different backgrounds and have approached being a nurse and returning to nursing in different ways. The variety has been amazing to me. We've had nurses from many countries, uh, foreign countries including the Philippines, Thailand, Kenya, Ghana, England, Guatemala, Greece, China, and many more. So I have certainly got an international uh, learning 
through teaching this class also. So some of the people that have come to the class come because they're returning to nursing after a short break of two to five years or more, and some up to 40 years. Some want to return to the bedside nursing. Some want to go into mission work around the globe. And some uh, want to meet to have a personal determination to become a real nurse again. So maybe they've been working in a field uh, where their RN was not required and they want to get back to that feeling of really being a nurse again. Others uh, wish to attempt new careers which require that they have an active RN license. And uh, every one of these students has been amazing to me and I just am so grateful to have been able to work with them. So I'd like to introduce the three that I have here today. And perhaps you could just introduce yourself and um, say just a little bit about yourself so they can get your voice. Uh, my name is Laura Peterson. Um, I took my RN refresher course in the fall of 2015. And I think what you'll probably associate with my voice is when I went to that class, I was terrified and fearful and had no confidence. <laughs> and um, Anne, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, hi, my name is Anne Bjelland. I was in the winter 2017 refresher and nursing course. And my first day I was excited because it was the first step to getting back into the nursing profession. Great. I'm Lois Sonstegard and I went back into the refresher course because I wanted to do some work uh, with missions, but also because I had done so much work in management and, and administrative uh, kind of work, needed to understand what was happening at the bedside again. Okay. Um, that gives you a little bit of a feel for the people, and I think if we can remember, we'll try to say, I'm Leanne. Well, hopefully you know my voice now, but... Uh, say your name first and then uh, what it is you want to say. So I'd like to start again maybe with Laura and just give us a little more background about uh, your own self and, and um, uh, about your trip through and to nursing. Sure, sure. Well, um, I attended the University of Minnesota School of Nursing, so I got my BSN. Um, during my senior year there, I got married and graduated in 1987. So if you do the math, that's 30 <laughs> years ago. Um, right away after uh, graduation, I took my boards, passed my boards, and um, a little bit after passing my boards, learned that I was expect we were expecting our first child. Um, at that time, I had a hard decision, but um, I knew my desire was to stay home with any of our kids that we had, so I actually did not enter the nursing profession at that time. Now, looking back after 30 years, I sometimes wonder if that was a good decision or a bad decision, but um, we didn't know it, but we were to go on and have eight children. Um, I was very involved in their education, we had two opportunities to live overseas while we were raising our kids once we were in a developing country for about three years. So I was more than full-time engaged in uh, my role in our home. So um, some people laugh and say, how could you ever have um, been in nursing at that time? But I don't know. So it left um, as, as we started to empty our nest, um, we 
I, I personally started to give myself the liberty to think about, you know, as I'm la launching all these young adults, well, what do I want to do now when I grow up? So um, I started to entertain the thought of, of using my education and kind of who I felt I was made to be um, to return to nursing. Um, to be honest, there was also a lot of financial realities and the thought of upcoming retirement. So um, I decided to uh, try to pursue a returning or beginning in this profession of nursing after uh, basically 30 years after I graduated. Okay, thank you. And Anne, can you continue? Sure. I graduated with a nursing degree in RN from North Hennepin Community College in 2010. Then I spent several years working in both nursing and corporate jobs between then and now. The nursing was in long-term care and home care, and I'm now doing home care and love it. Um, the reason why I decided to come back into you know, doing the refresher program was I had been out for a couple years and I wanted to review my nursing knowledge before going back into the profession. It was a matter of both renewing confidence and recalling the rationales for the nursing actions. Because if you understand the rationales, it's much easier to recall the procedures. And believe it or not, there really was a rationale for researching all those rationales in our <laughs> care plans in school. Yeah. And was this a hard decision for me? Not at all. I, I've been thankful every day for it. And I had so much support from my family and friends through it, through encouraging emails and prayer and so much more. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that I found so interesting about you is that you didn't go to nursing right out of high school. So you chose another career mm -hmm. and were, were able to uh, succeed in that career, but it was not in anything even related to nursing, right? More like an, a technical field? No, um, I had several different careers before I went into nursing, and each one of those careers uh, created a fountain of um, information and experience that I could take into my nursing Profession. Right. So you were already pretty mature uh, within your life. You knew yourself pretty well. You knew what you liked. And some of those things, when you decided to go into nursing, you came at it probably from a different point of view than many of us do right out of high school. Yes, I did. And I think that was helpful. But I think there are, it can also be helpful to go right out of school, too. Okay. So, Lois, tell us about yourself. I did my nursing at St. Olaf College, so and that was back, oh, many, 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 many moons ago. And uh, following that, did my master's in maternal child nursing at NYU, headed OBGYN at the University of Minnesota, taught both in school of nursing as well as in school of medicine for perinatal nursing, and um, worked in that field, enjoyed it a great deal. Um, started a perinatal graduate nursing program at the University of Minnesota. And um, in that time period, had our first child who was born prematurely and with um, a number of, of um, difficulties. And by the time he was in third grade, uh, we were, we'd had him tested for a week um, professionally, eight hours a day for five days. And at the conclusion of that, we were told that 
the severity of his disabilities were so significant, there were no cases in literature that had been successfully treated. And so we weren't given much hope. We were told that he would probably never read, write, or to do math. And so with that diagnosis, um, you take a deep breath and you go, what do I do? I was being recruited at that time to go and had a uh, major hospital system in the southern part of the United States and realized that our child was not movable. And so at that point, had to make a decision as to what I was going to do and how I could control my time so I could put um, time and attention into our child. And so at that point, I started working in with the manufacturing company and um, took that took that um, internationally and so have developed it and grown it. But my passion has always been in nursing, so I wanted to come back to it and use that experience, particularly with um, missions work. But because I'd always also been in leadership positions in nursing, wanted to take a look at what was happening in nursing and to really understand it at the bedside level so I could come back and make a contribution. This is a little bit of an aside, and you may not have heard this. I just heard it on the radio today. Um, Lois and I have obstetrics in common, and I had heard this morning that in some of the research they've been doing, uh, the majority of patients, 60% of, of mothers who die uh, after child or through childbirth are after postpartum. Yes. Yeah. And um, they don't really know they as they try to figure out why these children are di- or these moms are dying, they're not really getting a clear idea of, of what it is. So now they're trying to put their focus on trying to do more research to find out what is it that's happening. Is and they're that interesting. And yeah. you heard this also? No, I did not. Okay. Well, what they're finding is that um, they are trying to have the moms get better and more uh, complete introduction or I'm sorry, discharge information so that they will actually watch some of the signs and not just dismiss them and say, oh, it's, it's nothing. I'm so, tired. yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah, I'm staying up all night. So um, I thought that was a, a really interesting um, uh, piece of information this morning. It seems like uh, there's always things that pop up just when you're thinking about one particular item, all of a sudden you run into people that are talking about it. So um, I think we're going to go ahead and take a break in here. So I'm going to um, take us out. I want to, again, thank you for listening. Um, This is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. I am your host, Leanne Meyer, and I'm here with some very special people to me, three of my students that I've had over the years, uh, Ann Bieland, Laura Peterson, Lois Sonstegard, And this show is, What Does It Take to Return to Nursing? We're going to be back in just a couple of minutes. Thank you. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to LeanneVoiceAmerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Uh, welcome back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. I am your host, Leanne Meyer, and I'm thinking that every one of these shows, I start to like this a lot better. So I'm hoping that we can really be... Um, having some shows going forward that are going to answer questions that people have about nursing, hopefully bring up topics like the one we just, we were just talking about obstetrics and how they're finding that uh, mortality in mothers uh, is not going down. It's actually going up. And so some of the strange things that can happen, but most specifically, I'm here with three of my students from my RN refresher course and we're going to talk a little bit about what it took to come back to nursing, to come to the refresher course. So, Laura, would you like to start us off? Sure, sure. Um, well, since I had never worked as a professional nurse, um, but was busy raising and educating my children, and um, I, I had a lot of struggles with confidence, identity, so even to take the first step was was scary. And I think the first thing I did was dug out my diploma and my transcripts and 
and my uh, license number, which I had not kept up, so I had an inactive license, and I emailed the Minnesota Board of Nursing and, you know, told them who I was and asked them what would they require if I were to try to pursue to return to the profession. Um, they promptly got back to me and said they just needed me to take an approved re refresher course, which kind of stunned me. Um, so I started looking into refresher courses. Um, I, I knew there was an online course that really interested me um, through South Dakota State University. So I thought, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this uh, independent study online course and get a, try to get a job uh, as, um, as a nursing assistant to just get my foot in the door. Um, but even to do that, I had to, um, first of all, get, my, get on the nursing assistant registry. Um, looked into taking courses, and I thought, well, I don't have to take a class. I can try to do this test out. So I, um, I remember um, practicing for my little practical exam and written exam to be a nursing assistant. I would, I would in the in the evening, I would go close my bedroom door and and go through the motions that I was going to have to do on that exam: give a bed bath, or do cath care, or do transfers, or you know. And um, worked really hard at that, went in and, and took that, that um, exam and got my license. And now I had to create a resume. Um, it was scary, it was hard, put it out there in the marketplace. And in about a month, I remember I was out taking, a, I was at the post office doing my errands and I got a call from a facility, um, an assisted living facility that became the place where I um, just, start to dip my toe in that water and I worked as a as an aide or a, a nursing assistant in assisted living. Um, during that time I was constantly looking to the next step while I was really busy already on a learning curve um, having not worked outside of the home for so long but um, I remember trying to identify individuals who had done something similar to what I had done. And I, I found, through word of mouth, two people that I had been connected with um, that had done something very similar to what I was trying to do, had returned to nursing after a very extended long absence or not working at all almost. And those two people got so many emails, so many phone calls from me, but they were so good. They just listened and they talked about their experience and encouraged me. Um, at the same time, I had some very close friends who were what I called real nurses. And I, they were the last people I really wanted to talk to about my um, pursuit because I just, again, I was struggling with it. it am I going to be able to do this or not? Or am I nuts? Um, so I had worked for about a year and a half in that aid position. And again, um, preparing to take a refresher course, but uh, busy enough as it was with this new job, part-time job. And during the winter of uh, one of my years as an aide, um, had an accident, not at, not at work, out skating, fractured my kneecap, and I was out of out of everything for a good nine week um, recovery. And so I was on the couch and I was thinking, I, I just had a lot of time to think of my plan. And 
thought, I need to get going. <laughs> and that's when I actually looked at a different format for the refresher course, an intense semester long format. Um, and I decided that I wanted to go that route. So that was a little bit of a change of, of course, but that was the route I took. One of the things I remember about Laura is that most students I'm finding come in that first day and they're almost on panic mode, especially mm -hmm. because I've sent out tons of material to them ahead of time to prepare. Uh, so it, it does tend to make you a little um, on the edge of your seat. But Laura, just her eyes were almost popping. She was so nervous about being there. But within just that first uh, hour or so of learning, you know, meeting each other, people were really able to encourage her. And what I found is she is so, so smart and so capable. And what I realized, too, is that she's had eight children. She has been doing nursing for all of those 30 years. And that's not even including uh, family and neighbors and people at church and however else many people that um, she probably uh, kept her fingers in. Uh, let's go to Lois and tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got to the refresher class. Sure. I think when you decide to go back and do something like a refresher course, you have to recognize you're going to be swallowing your pride and you have to be willing to be at the very beginning. And um, for a lot of us, you know, if we've been out, we've been out doing other things and we've probably done it quite well. And so swallowing your pride and coming back is... Um, it takes a lot of courage, and um, and you have to be willing not to be the expert. At the same time, I was experiencing that. What I also realized is, isn't that really what leadership is all about anyway? <clears throat> we have so many people who want to be leaders or are leaders, but they're not effective because they really haven't swallowed their pride to take a look at what is it that's really happening all around? So for me, it was that first step was just um, settling back in. And I think for me, one of the things that was kind of fun, it, it, it happened serendipitously, so it was not planned. But one of the people that was in our class was also a returning nurse. She was needing to return um, because her husband had had a uh, brain injury and she was needing to support the family. And she was driving all the way from Wisconsin, middle of Wisconsin, to come to this refresher course and was being very careful about her finances because of her situation at home. And it just happened, you know, she put it out there the first day that she was looking for an inexpensive place to stay. And they said, well, I have a hole upstairs that's not being used because I have grown children. So welcomed her to come and stay. And um, she did. She stayed the whole time that the refresher course was going on. And what was really fun about that was it was an experience of two people going back, both of us swallowing our pride. She had been very, very good in intensive care nursing and so had also great clinical skills when she had been working. So we shared that in common and um, had many wonderful, wonderful discussions. 
And I think to myself many times, if we had not met that way, we probably never would have been friends because our lives were in very different paths. But it has been a friendship that's continued, and we will probably remain friends as long as we both live. And so it was a, a very special experience that who could have ever planned it, who could have ever arranged it, but it, it simply happened, and it turned out to be a great support system. I usually think of those as being those mystic things that happen um, when you're engaging with other people, and it's one of the reasons why um, I also took this course prior to teaching it. Um, and one of the reasons I went to it is I knew I needed to have other human people around me that doing it online just wouldn't work for me. I needed to talk to other people, get their ideas, get inspired and excited by what they were doing. And I didn't feel like I would be able to get that on online. And, and uh, so that was one of the reasons that I came to this class. And what I found since I've been teaching it is that no matter how many people are in the class or who they are and how varied and different their backgrounds are, they still continue to connect. And it may not be the whole group, but certain little pods of the group will continue to connect with each other, to encourage, they use each other as references, and uh, by that way, just really are able to keep in contact. There, I, I especially try to make sure that there are emotional aspects of the, the thing, and part of it, you're coming in emotionally because you're everybody feels so nervous and so unprepared or you know not really confident of themselves and so they all have that in common but then as we go around the room it just fascinates me how many times there will be other people in the room that have either the identical thing that they're working on uh, one of the things that um, came up I had never had anybody uh, come to the class that was interested in doing mission nursing. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I had a class with three people. <laughs> that was the reason they came was to do mission nursing. And so they really were able to connect with each other. And I had uh, two people who both had mothers who had a very rare disease. I'm not even sure that I could say what the disease was. It was so rare. Um, maybe a hundred people in the entire world that had this disease. And one of them, um, her, his mother had died, and the other one, her mother was still alive. And um, so they were able to connect and talk about, well, what did you do about this? And how did you handle this? And what about that? And what kind of doctors? And so here they were being able to support each other in a way who would have guessed that would be possible. Uh, I had an incident also that was kind of odd because I had somebody walk in the first day and she told me her name and she said, I know somebody with, I said, I know somebody with that name. And she said, yeah, that would be me. We went to high school together. So there's like 10 people in that class. Um, you know, we lived 150 miles away from the Twin Cities. The chance that not only we would both be in the Twin Cities, but that she would decide to take this refresher course while I was teaching it. And I'd only done a couple of classes at that point. So just all of the mystery things like that, that help people come together, learn from each other. Um, that's the thing that is so amazing to me. And uh, Anne is really quiet. So she was uh, having a hard time thinking about, gee, what would I say about this? 
But what I wanted to point out is Anne is probably the only person I can think of who came into the class with a huge smile on her face. She was so happy to be there. And I found out that she actually likes math. She became my favorite person in the class right then and there because I can do math on my own, but trying to do it in front of people or trying to you know, put it up on the board was just not my skill at all. And so to have somebody who not only liked math, but was willing to help others who didn't do as well, and in fact, even after the little bit of instruction she did, there was another student from another country who was pretty lost in that area, and she was able to work with her a little bit and help her uh, feel more confident about it. So those are just some of my thoughts. Were there anything that happened to you in the class or any of the other people you connected with um, other than that one uh, that you can think of that was like a turning point for you? Or maybe um, was there a point when you really felt like you were a bonded group? Well, I think your question, you know, I had mentioned that I was going to take an online program and it just seemed just the way for me, um, you know, just give me all my readings and give me exams and I can take them and see my progress and feel good and check them off the list. That's the way I thrive or I thought, and I thought that's what I needed. So when I changed courses and decided to do the, uh, the uh, in-person refresher course in a, in a semester, um, there was a critical moment, I think, where I, I realized that's what I needed because I needed relationships and uh, discussion format. Great. Okay. Well, I'm going to take this moment and we'll take a break and we'll be coming back and talking a little bit more again. As I said, this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing. I'm Leanne Meyer, your host. I'm here with three of my refresher nurses, Anne Bielen. Laura Peterson and Lois Sonstegard. We're talking about what does it take to return to nursing, particularly after a period of time away. So we will be right back after the break. And again, thank you so much for continuing to listen. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Welcome back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. I'm your host, Leanne Meyer. I am thrilled to be here with three of my nurses from my RN Refresher course at Normandale in Minnesota. Um, We've been talking about what it takes to come back to nursing after being away for a while. And um, so it's been an interesting dialogue. We'd like to talk a little bit more here about... um, if someone asked us whether we thought they should go back into nursing after a period away, how would we, what would we say and how would we potentially encourage or discourage them? So, Anne, if you could talk, that would be great. Sure, I would say absolutely go for it. You bring with you the skills that you've developed from your years of working in another profession. And every industry has skills that can be applied either directly or indirectly to the responsibilities of nursing. For example, nurses have a lot of paperwork um, that is done either on paper or electronically. And previous, um, previous careers involving spreadsheets or submitting reports, for example, they can be a big help in managing and completing the administrative tasks of nursing. So you kind of found that what you had learned in previous jobs and previous careers all were usable when you got into nursing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Good. And um, do you think had you not had those, do you think something might have been missing for you or would have been more difficult for you to do nursing? I think it would have. And the reason why I say that is because there are so many aspects. And I came from more than just uh, an office career. I had other ones. And each one of those careers kind of folded into my nursing profession. And they have added a whole different dynamic to my ability to being a nurse that I might not have had had I not had experiences in child care and ministry or urban ministry and um, IT, all sorts of different areas. Mm-hmm. 
And who would have known if you were going to plan a nursing career? Not too many people would plan to start that way and then build to the nursing career. But I think what's exciting about that is the idea that wherever we're at and whatever wherever we are in life, um, I found many times that I will counsel people who somebody uh, in their high school or their parents or somebody said, oh, you need to go into teaching or you need to go into this or that or the other thing. And so, you know, they did it just because those people who were supposed to know thought that would be a good thing for them. But over the years, they realized they weren't really loving it. And so um, it was becoming harder and harder for them to do it. And so then when I'd ask you, ask them, what, what do you love? What gets, your, gets you excited? They started talking about things that essentially was nursing. So sometimes even as you get into midlife, you start to think, um, maybe that is a direction I could go and there's nobody on your back anymore saying, no, 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 you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, Laura, would you talk to us a little bit about your thoughts? Um, I think if I was talking to someone that was considering returning to nursing, especially someone in a similar situation like myself who had been out of the profession for a long time, decades perhaps, um, I would say it's it's a real challenge. It takes a lot of commitment and sacrifice. It needs to be, if you have a family, it needs to be a family effort. Um, But I am so happy that I did it and I think it can be very rewarding. And I think um, I've learned that I I feel very strongly now that I have something to offer in this profession and I, I still struggle with self-confidence I'm that's the way I'm made but um, I'm part of a team I work in a team and the team needs varied kind of people I mean I'm jealous of the 20 somethings that can keyboard 150 words a minute and move that cursor around like you know it's just part of their body but and I may never get there but I feel like I have something else to offer the table. Um, you know, um, I, I kind of, I have an analogy in my mind. Um, since I was a parent to many children, I looked at how different parents treat their children compared to grandparents. Grandparents have a little more perspective on life, and parents always want to do everything just right as if there is a just right, um, and grandparents take the, the broader the broader viewpoint and I feel like a little bit like a grandparent as a nurse. Now I'm not saying I lax on clinical practices or anything like that. I'm just saying I feel like I have a broader perspective to offer when I interact with an individual. Um, It enables me to um, listen more, um, advocate more for um, a client. Do you think that the patients also maybe relate to you? a little differently than they might to a 20-something? Well, I really think so, because when they mention something, we make we do make more connections. Sure. But we all have our unique roles. So I have a unique role, a valuable role, and so does the new nurse in his or her 20s. Right. Or, um, but uh, you do have something unique and valuable to bring to the profession, and um, that's one thing I really want to leave you with. One of the things that's always been uh, fun for me when I'm in a work situation is when there's many different levels of age. 
Um, so you have very young, you have people who have been working for 20 or 30 years, you have somebody that's maybe coming back into the profession and each brings, well, no matter you know, whether it's ages or times or anything, every individual person brings something different to the group. And that's actually something we're going to talk about again later uh, in one of the next few sessions further on uh, about personality and how it impacts. One question I have for you is with your, your family, how many children were still at home yet? Um, well, when I, when I first started just a part-time job as an aide, I think I had two still in two still at home maybe 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 three that he was just ready to graduate um, but when I was by the time I was taking the refresher course um, for sure too my my seventh child was a senior in high school okay so it was still a busy time but one of the things I always tell all the students to do is have a conversation with their family and uh, let them know this is just really, really important to me and uh, let them know um, uh, you're gonna need some help. Did you have that conversation? Yes, I think uh, it, it brought about a good transition in our lives. I wasn't doing all the laundry. I wasn't, you know, it would, I started hearing the question, are we gonna have supper tonight? <laughs> And I started being okay saying, you're on your own, you know. Yeah. Uh, did you find or did they seem to feel like they picked up a little bit more uh, confidence and courage to do things on their own? Absolutely. They picked up more confidence. And I think with all my kids, the adult kids and the kids still at home, they started seeing a new side of me. So our relationship really grew. Okay. Lois, tell us about what your thoughts are if you were going to be uh, talking to somebody who's considering coming back into nursing. I think the probably the most valuable thing about nursing is you know you make a difference in somebody's life. So every day you wake up and you have purpose and meaning. And um, I have a business and we sell products, it's widgets. And it has no purpose and meaning in terms of I don't, no, nobody's life has changed because of it. Maybe it's in, it improved, but it's not changed. I don't add value to their inner soul, so to speak. Whereas when you're in nursing, you're dealing with people generally with, that are coming because they have a need. They may have body image changes. They may have um, family dynamics that they're having to work through because of changes that are occurring due to health issues. And so whatever you do, you know you will impact somebody's life, some family, in some deep and significant way. At least we should. And it's an opportunity that very few people have the opportunity to, to enjoy. And so for me, that was one of the joys. And I think, I think if you're, you're looking at coming back to nursing, don't, um, don't deny yourself that joy of being able to know that uh, you, you really can make a difference in somebody's life and you really will. Um, one of the things that I thought was particularly interesting with Lois, she is somebody who is always busy, always juggling as many balls as possible, as far as I can tell. 
And she had a very interesting experience in wanting to go to a small hospital, rural community, and try to see kind of what was going on there. Um, what was the, the intent? What, why had they asked you? And what did you do? Okay, so for me, um, I'd always been in, in a leadership position in nursing, management, and um, education. And so I think it's really important to have the skills and the knowledge to, to do your job exceptionally well. It doesn't matter where you are and what level you work, you should have that as a goal. And so for me, returning, that was also a goal. I really needed to know what it was like to be back being a nurse and to uh, provide good nursing care. So um, I started working with a small community hospital who was challenged with um, how do you keep staff in a rural community and where can they look for as a resource for um, nursing. And so one of the conversations that we'd had was, could refresher nurses provide that pool of nurses for them? But I said, if you're going to do that, I really need to know what it's like to work there because whatever the you need to know, we need to make sure we teach the returning nurse or we give them coaches so that they, they can be their best for you. And it's a positive experience both ways. So I, that's what I did, and um, it was it was a fascinating experience because um, computerized charting had come since I had left nursing. That was a new thing for me to learn. Um, some uh, rural hospitals have remarkable challenges that your metropolitan hospitals don't have. Um, I was awed at the skill sets that the nurses had. They would go from ICU to bedside nursing to more chronic care nursing and um, the nursery and then also OB. And I thought, my goodness, if I had ever asked in a major tertiary hospital for the nurse to go and to function in any one of those areas and have the skill sets, they would have thought I had lost my mind. And yet the nurses were doing it joyfully and with remarkable skills. So I realized they all had their ACLS, they had their critical care nursing, uh, their trauma nursing. And so for me to be a part of that, that's one of the first things I started to do is to go back and to get certified in those areas as well. So I, I, it was a wonderful experience to be at the rural area because I left with a deep, deep respect and appreciation for what nurses do in the rural communities. Right. So um, I wanted to just kind of open this a little bit and see we have um, uh, some time left here. And, and is there anything that you uh, would like to finish off regarding um, returning to nursing or um, any, anything that kind of comes to mind for you right now? Can I just build on something that um, both Anne and Laura talked about? And that is, um, I think anytime we return to something, we look at our deficits, not our strengths. And we, just living, you develop some strengths. And I think um, taking time to assess what are your strengths is really valuable because you do bring something inherently different and I think nursing as a profession sometimes is a bit inbred. 
And when you come back with a new perspective, a fresh perspective, and you are able to be very honest with yourself, know your strengths, uh, you can bring that honesty to a team and help them also reassess what they're doing so they can do things in a much better way. We tend to look at our weaknesses, and so we're always trying to improve weaknesses. And I think um, in healthcare, we see that a lot. It's an I gotcha game sometimes because if you don't do X, Y, Z, Mrs. J, something's going to this, that, or the other will happen. And so part of it is real, part of it is not so real. But we create those tensions, and it, it doesn't then bring out the best of the group. And so I think what you bring to a, um, a to the nursing profession when you come back to it is those wonderful, rich life experiences that can en- enable a team to look at things perhaps out of the box and in a more healthy fashion. And maybe with some new ideas that never would have occurred to somebody who had just been in the profession that whole time. Um, I have really enjoyed being here and talking with all three of you. I think the audience can see why I enjoy my job. Um, Such interesting uh, people with depth and wisdom, courage, and and developing confidence. You know, jumping off that cliff and just praying there's, (laughs) there's a river below. And then finding out not just a river, but a really fun ride. So I do really want to also encourage people to go back to nursing if that's something that's been an interest to you. Um, Even young people who are thinking about nursing, it's so diverse. You can almost do anything you want with it at this point because there's so much need for nurses in so many different ways, as we talked about in the second um, program. So uh, this has been Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, Exploring the World of Nursing. I really want to give a special thanks to my guests and my friends now. Anybody who's gone through my class becomes a personal friend. So we've been talking with Ann Bielen, Laura Peterson, and Lois Sonstegard for this show on what does it take to return to nursing. I again would like to put out a, a, a call to our listeners. If there's any ideas you have or people you think would be a great uh, addition to this show, I would love to know about them. So again, we are on every Monday, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Central Time. And uh, the next time we get together, we will be talking to Ellie Peterson and Natalie Liu. Um, They talk about reviving, refreshing yourself as a nurse. Uh, And so that should be an interesting conversation also. Thank you so much. And I look forward to talking with you next week. Thank you for listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with your host, Leanne Meyer. Be sure to join us again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a productive and insightful week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.